Hey everybody, welcome to D&D Sports Radio. I'm Ben Sally. <laughs> hey Ben Sally. <laughs> this episode is titled, Is Tom Hanks Satan? Yeah, this is, this is actually the first time we've said the title. <laughs> is Tom Hanks Satan? No, Tom Hanks is not Satan. No, he's not. He's not. But, man, everyone was afraid that you are going to get sucked in by Satan if you play D&D. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, one of the one of the childhood scares for us. Yeah. Uh, I think we were a little too young for the major part of it, but we we kind of, we talk about it. I remember, yeah, I remember a little bit, but we talk about all that stuff. But it doesn't. It, does, it doesn't get you sucked in by Satan. No. It's just, just clean old fun. Yeah, so enjoy the heaven of this podcast. <laughs> I am the Dungeon Master. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon Master. Master. Dungeons and Dragons. All right, Joe. Hey, let's ben. get started. Let's do it. All right, we have. Uh, I'm just gonna. Okay, we've got a, we've got one that I've been wanting to talk about for a little bit, right? And so this this is the 1980s D and D controversy scare. So it's, there, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened in the 80s. There was people were playing D and D and committing suicide. People were getting into Satan. A lot. Of, this is a lot of the stuff that I was really worried was going <laughs> to affect my life later. That turned out to not be true. There was a sixty minutes episode about the sixty minute one was really weird. They just didn't seem yeah. to want to listen to anything that was reasonable. <laughs> right. But you should definitely check that. Check that out. Yeah, we'll post a link. Yeah, that was what's his name, Maury Safer. Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm on I'm to watch a lot of yeah. sixty minutes. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna we're gonna take a little detour from our normal episodes and uh, talk less about the rules and getting introduced to Dungeons and Dragons because we just I just really wanted to talk about we, this yeah. one and and also like why not because eventually we're gonna run out of like basic rule stuff to talk about at some point and it's probably gonna maybe end up this way here and there more often yeah that's true so, so why not. <laughs> So we, we, we've, we've been researching articles and I think the whole, how we got, how we went down this tunnel is, is A, we were old enough to remember people talking about it. For uh-huh. some reason I associate Tipper Gore with it from my mind. Like, although like in my research. I think she might research, have been more heavy metal music. Yeah. Which was maybe the next one. Okay. That was but in my, Yeah, in my brain. That's what I remember from my childhood is that Tipper Gore did not want me to play Dungeons and Dragons. There might have been a little leftover, a little leftover business. <laughs> I'm not sure. But so, so did you, you didn't play when you were younger at all? No, no, right? I, I mean, I never, I didn't play until I guess a year and a half did ago. Did you try? Did it ever come up? I'm just curious we, if your parents no, ever mentioned it. No, they, I would have said, I, I, they probably would have encouraged this this form of fun <laughs> any anything that that brought us to our, my parents house like 
or at a table, whether it be like a pool table or a ping pong table or this, any or a board game or something like that, I think uh, they, they would have rejoiced that we were there and, and hanging out at the house uh, having a good time and not just out like getting drunk or doing anything like that. Like they would have preferred us to just yeah, hang out see, at someone's that's, house. That's, that's the my part my, like so my friends I played with, we played early high school off and on all through high school and the first time I was going to I told my mom what I was going to do I had no awareness of this at all when I, when I was like hey I'm going to go play uh, Dungeons and Dragons up at my buddy Sean's house and she's like what? Dungeons and Dragons and you know she was like a little hesitant but it definitely wasn't they're like no Satan's going to get you kind of thing <laughs> Which some people thought. So so I was like, no, here's what it is. And I had my friend's player's handbook, because I borrowed it to kind of read up a little bit. And I was like, here, just flip through this. Yeah. So she looked through it, and she's like, all right, fine, go play. She After that, she didn't care. But definitely, all she had heard about it was through, like, the big 80s... Media hype. Media, media hype, yeah. Hype's a great yeah. word for it. And your mom did something that's incredibly intelligent <laughs> compared to a lot of the these parents it out sure there which sounds, like it sure sounds like it like flipped through the book and was like oh this is just a game who cares yeah that seems to be where it goes off the rails for all the people that kind of went a little little bananas about it they just yeah. never actually looked into it <laughs> we we played when i was a kid we played a game and we usually played it on summer vacations with like my brothers and my cousins every year called hero quest and it was basically just a really watered down version of Dungeons and Dragons. You know, you there were four. I never played that. They were like you had a, a barbarian, a dwarf, a wizard, and an elf, and those were the only four characters you could choose. And an acrobat. Acrobat. Sorry, I just got to throw that in there. <laughs> Joe, Joe and I just got our uh, theme song <laughs> finally put together, thanks to my brother, and we. We were watching some of the original D and D cartoon stuff. Yeah, it was weird because in the so, opening credits of that cart, the cartoon's terrible, by the way. So the same network that produces sixty minutes also produces or produced the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. So like they on at night were like really yeah, yeah I didn't know that at night they were slamming it, but in the mornings they had a cartoon about it. So I don't. It's funny. It, it, the whole thing is. Not to discredit there, any. There were so many things. Like I mean, there's. It just goes. It every. It's like nobody learns, and it just it keeps happening. Like it was D and D, yeah. Then it was heavy metal music, yeah. Along with a few other weird things thrown in there. Like at one point, my mom actually told me if somebody's driving with their headlights off, don't flash them because they're gang members that are going to murder you. <laughs> that that, that was in my local newspaper. No. I could like. Even as a kid, it seemed sketchy to me that this was real. That one got to us too. Like when I was a kid, like that. One, yeah, just a heads up if you're out driving and you see someone with their headlights off, don't flash them. It could be gang members, murderous gang members. And Ashley, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, is, like gang members who have a really complicated way to join their gang. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what? There's there was. Now it's like video games are killing, corrupting kids' minds. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon, 
<laughs> I didn't know about the Pokemon. Pokemon Joe Trotter, told me. Yeah. That one's really funny to me because I don't. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That one's big with the religious crowd right now. I think. Well, yeah, maybe more so. What, fifteen years ago, when, when the books were actually being as they were being released. Oh, I remember recently. Oh, really? Really recently. Okay. Yeah. This my, was say, let's recently being five years ago. My wife, when when she was young and the books were coming out, she would get them from the library and take the covers off of them because she was nervous that she would get in trouble for having them because the the church that they went to was you know like you should not read just FYI anyone who is involved in a church that kind of stuff is a great way to get kids to leave the church when they become adults (laughs) just heads up yeah and not not you know like I'm involved in church so it's not like all churches are like that. We're not slamming all churches or anything like that. We're just oh, no, but that like like kind of yeah. crazy, like crazy, like dogmatic. Trying to find, don't think. Trying to find the next thing to be angry about. Yeah, that, it's, it's not a great religion. <laughs> Let's just we could we can leave that there on the table. That's that's my opinion. But, I don't know if we can because it comes up a lot it's later. It does come up so much. But, uh, yeah, so that's what we played when, when I was a kid. We played Hero Quest, and it was... Was that one on the list? It was... Uh, the Satan list? It, I mean, it really was the same thing, so I don't know. Like, it didn't come up. It wasn't as popular, I guess, or maybe it was. I don't know, but it was... I, th- it, I have a feeling, because, like, I scanned through, like, a few little message boards and, and things when looking through some of this, and it seems to be other role-playing games and, and similar sort of games got a free pass because everyone was focused on specifically Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and do you think that was because it was the most popular and or is the most popular? I, I think it's just that weird bandwagon thing. Yeah. It's just like this is the thing we're mad at. Let's just this. Let's get mad at this. Yeah, this one. Yeah. But it's so it seems to have come in two flavors. Okay. One flavor number one, you play D D you get so into it that your kid mind can no longer separate fact from fiction and then you commit suicide. I'm never quite sure how that leap, that that last part happens, but it seems to have been a major thread. Like somehow that jump, you know, I can't tell what's real and and, and now I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) That seems I'm, to happen a lot. I'm not laughing at I'm not laughing at suicide. I'm laughing at the um, assumption that that's what that that's what that yeah, led to. Because it's it's stupid. It, it is. It is, and it's it's obvious when you hear these parents in these old interviews back from the '80s talk about this that it's it's, it's obvious that their their children had some mental problems, like mental One, issues. One hundred percent. Yeah, because it's. Basically, if 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 you're a kid with like an emotional or mental health issue, and it's not being dealt with, like who knows what's gonna happen? And yeah. just it, like kids do kids stuff, they play Dungeons and Dragons, they play video games, whatever. They're just gonna be, they're just gonna happen to be doing whatever they're doing. It's it's odd, yeah. To say I just like I still can't believe. How far it went? Yeah. Now I, I'm, not, I'm not a parent myself, and, and neither are you. But I, 
the what seems to be the recurring thing happening here for for me as I as I've read through these things is that read through these articles or these um, television programs, whatever it was. the The problem is that it look it look from from an outsider's perspective. I want to clarify that and, and say that again. We're, we have the, you know, hindsight. Right, yeah. We, we have time. We have the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. Um, it seems to me like that that these these kids that were committing suicide or, or having other issues, the parents were looking for something to blame. Oh, totally. Uh, 100. Not, yeah, as yeah long as it absolutely. Wasn't, as long as it wasn't themselves and as long as it wasn't something that they didn't recognize they're looking for something to blame. Yeah. And it, it's just odd to me that that's, this is where they landed. That's the, that's, that's kind of the fun. I think it's some, just like a, you're just des they're just desperate for some sort of structure for their, gr- like grief, something to point at and go, that definitely, yeah. that's what did it. Do you think, Ben, like, would, do you think kids that are, um, kind of like outcasts on, from like the normal social scene are more drawn to a game like Dungeons and Dragons because you're escaping like that you are escaping reality a little bit like you you're pretending you're someone else um, do you think they're more drawn to that because of- I think I know what you're getting at and I think there's definitely an element of that yeah. but that being said it's like I was a super social kid and which also gets a little bit back to thing with my my like little did my mom know the only time I wasn't doing dumb stuff and getting into trouble were the nights we were playing D&D and just sitting around <laughs> all the other nights I was out going to parties and basically being a, a like a dick <laughs> <laughs> but that, like all that being said like I still enjoy like the fantasy escapist part of it too but I'm also totally fine hanging out with people I know, people I don't know without any without any issue but I still think you're right Yeah, I I still think there's definitely a big element of that Yeah, I feel like, and and that's really like zoom zoom out a little bit, that's what all entertainment is for, right? Right? Watching football is to I guess what I'm saying is like one that doesn't like one doesn't necessarily exclude the other. It's not like a this or that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's, but I think it maybe takes on a larger sort of like takes on more weight mm-hmm. when when there's this other element of your life that's maybe reduced. So like you're not going out and. You're being, not, you're being not, as like gregarious and like social, yeah. and you're spending more time by yourself or maybe with like a really small group of friends. Uh, sure, it, it's been shown that humans need to be around other humans, right? I think to be healthy, yeah, yeah, and it's like anything. Sometimes it takes work, and so yeah, that, but but you know, it's like that's like the normal scale. But then there's also there's a point where that where 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 that stuff slides into actual mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these seem like kids where that was not being addressed. It was like 
sort of maybe wishful thinking on their parents' part that there's nothing wrong with their kids. Um, actually, we should just go to the big, like, the... Yeah, you want to go ahead and, like, take yeah, a look at some okay. of the big incidents. Yeah, so the so one of one of probably the biggest voices on on the on this that fell on the let's let's call it the suicide part of the argument was uh, a lady named Patricia Pulling her son committed suicide and we saw we saw a little we saw a video interview with her was that the 60 minute one I don't remember yeah that was from 60 minutes yeah and you know this poor lady was they ask her for kid any problems she says no absolutely not perfect kid everything was great <clears throat> I mean years years later all the interviews with people that knew the kid outside of the family said that he had social issues like he was a troubled kid he had trouble getting along with other kids I mean he was not it, it wasn't as black and white as his parents painted it and I think that was maybe just a little protecting like they're protecting the memory of their kid and there's a lot of stuff there but she did kind of go off the deep end with her response to it and she created an organization called BAD BAD (laughs) which it which stands for maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard (laughs) bad stands for bothered about dungeons and dragons bothered yeah not upset yeah bothered yeah yeah (laughs) i feel like there was an opportunity there that was maybe missed i don't know mad was was mad taken i think mad was taken mad was already taken mothers against drunk driving yeah bad was the obvious yeah. Next set. Pad pad sounds terrible. Pad does sound terrible, yeah. Although um, pissed about Dungeons and Dragons sounds a, a little bit more intense. So those of you that have played this, well, like this is a quote from um, this poor lady. And I, it, I I'll be I, honest with you, Joe. I don't know how to talk about some of this a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't want to. There's sound a big part of me that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't want to sound insensitive. There's another part of me. That finds some of this stuff hysterical. Yeah, it's just and, so, I, and like it's I, silly. I don't know how to what to do with the, myself. Well, about it. I I think part of it you can look and and see maybe to these children right that have mental issues. Maybe they're maybe that's genetic. Maybe their parents did too. That but they you know what whatever those issues they had weren't as uh, um, evident. You know, but to make these associations or make these leaps, like with the game, it is kind of it's silly. You know, like uh, yeah, you, you could have just like, as easily picked Monopoly or Pictionary and said, like, oh yeah, you know, they really thought they were buying real estate and they really thought that they went bankrupt and they they thought they went bankrupt. <laughs> See, when you put it like that, it makes it it just brings back how silly it is. It it does. It it is silly. So I, I don't want to be insensitive That's, to like parents losing their children. That's you, very you, sad. You bring up a good point though. It's and it, and it's that it's like there there could have definitely been an element of maybe just let's just call it unhealthiness within the families 
sort of structure. But I don't know if it's that or if it's maybe more of a genetic situation happening. Like, I don't know. And it's like, it'd just be like total supposition on our part. Just like a guess. We don't really know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She definitely took it far enough that it leads me to think that there might have been something else going on there with, with, with this lady. I mean, she was like hardcore. She was doing this up until the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the 90s, she she yeah. died of, what did you say, cancer, I she think, did, right? She died of lung cancer in 1997. And she was still at it. Yeah. Yeah. Putting out pamphlets. And, and even, like, you know, I'm reading this. This is a psychiatrist, uh, uh, Dr. Thomas Radecki. Uh, this is a quote from him. He said, it's a very intense war game. Talk to people who have played it. It's very fascinating. It's a game of fun. But when you have fun with murder, that's dangerous. When you make a game out of war, that's harmful. The game is full... This is my favorite part. The game is full of human sacrifice, eating babies, drinking blood, rape, murder, of every variety, curses of insanity. It's just a very violent game. Now, let me go through that list again. Have you experienced any of these things in, in the game? All of that played? happened in the last game we played. <laughs> really? Human sacrifice? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Eating babies? Did that happen? Wait, wait, no, wait, none of this has ever happened. No, I, I think, wait, did it say murder? That's happened. Uh, it said... They, we, uh, they murdered some tr- trolls she, have been murdered. Human sacrifice. No human sacrifice. Murder of every variety. Oh, including trolls? Um, there's, been, there's been some troll murder. There. Well, yeah, there has been some... I, I don't know what to say. Um... <laughs> like the what was the there was a good one there's another good one in there read that again <laughs> uh, game the game is full of human sacrifice okay. that's the first one it's good stuff yeah human sacrifice what okay keep going um, guess what so is the Bible wait shh okay um, eating babies <laughs> who did he talk to I don't know yeah, who's who's eating babies. I feel like he talked to one nutty person, like nut job. Keep going. Yeah. Drinking blood. Okay. Also, never happened. Yeah. Uh, rape. Nope. No. At least not in my game. No, none of mine either. Uh, murder. No, that could definitely happen in a game, but nine times out of ten, maybe. Let's call it eight times out of ten. <laughs> It's it's more like your players are upset it's happening, right. yeah. and then that's when the murder of the rapist yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's like checks off two of those or kind of reverse the, checks it off. The last thing is a uh, curses of insanity. I'm not really sure what that means. That's just because it's happened to you, Joe. <laughs> I have been cursed with insanity. Yeah. I don't know. I mean this stuff I mean so to me that I don't know that brings up another thing that you said earlier today when we were talking about this po- like doing this podcast it's like do do people think that magic is real do these people is that what they think that's the part that is a little confusing to me it's a it's a lot of this <laughs> a lot of the arguments are based on having to believe some of the stuff is real 
as the person being upset about it. Like, you have to believe that casting some of the spells in the game are going to make an actual demon appear, which, by the way, is what a lot of these people said happened. Right, yeah. That which this, this blows was like, my mind yeah. out of my face. It, it's a, an introductory into a the occult. There also there also seems to have been a between the we'll just call them the accusers and the accused. Okay. <laughs> that like the wizards and magic based characters in the game that you actually had to sit there and recite some sort of spell like that which is real in their minds that but that literally seems to be like what people thought yeah and i wish i i did a bad job of research last night because i came across an interview so i can't properly footnote this where somebody watch somebody play okay and they go, I cast fireball. And the other person goes, wait, that's it? I'm like, yes, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that happens. <laughs> Where's the part where you chant stuff? Yeah. Weirdly enough, it never happens. But there you go. Well, just... You know, I've been reading. See, I've been reading. There are some. There are even. There are pamphlets made. That's how you know when it gets really serious. Okay. Well, this gets to the. This gets to the the other sort of big argument. Okay. Because it was a two. It was a two parter. It was like a two front, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There was the. Kids are going to be separated from reality and potentially commit suicide. The other was more of a straight up. This is. Sort of like the gateway to Satan worshiping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which, in a lot of ways, to me, is way funnier. Yeah. Because. Obviously. Come on. <laughs> but it, I, I, I don't just, know. I can't get enough of that kind of stuff. It's just. Of all the things when I was a kid that I thought were going to be a big deal when I grew up, like I thought was, we were going to have to be dealing with Satan a lot more, like mm-hmm. just sort of in everyday life. Mm-hmm. And quicksand seemed to be like something that was going to be a big deal. Yeah. Which hasn't come up ever. Right. That it was like in every TV show, people were always getting caught in quicksand. Yeah, in, yeah. Oh, man, like quicksand. early 90s car- like TV shows. Yeah. But. I w- your mom told you, you know, to go to the store and get some milk. What Am I going to encounter quicksand on the way to the store? Not if Michael Knight has anything to do about it. <laughs> you don't know. You may you may encounter that. What are you going to do about it? All you can do is hope that you don't encounter. Okay, I'll, ca- I'll, I'll cast one of these evil spells and get out of it. S- some of these. Uh, this is the the other guy was his name was uh, I think he was a, a minister. His name was Jack T. Chick. Yeah, he was the. So, what kind of happened with this guy? Is he seemed to be sort of a background... Not a Background's not the right word. He was a behind-the-scenes player. Um, I think it was an... Was he an evangelical preacher? Was he a preacher? 
I, he was a preacher of some sort. I don't I don't know what I would but claim, he was a big, claim him to be. He was a big pamphlet guy and kind of started sort of spreading the word within that community. And it apparently spread and kept spreading and to this day lingers a little bit. Right. Um, and he had a lot to do with a lot of things that came out. Sort of anti-D&D, Satan worship. Um, and, there, and there's like a one big sort of story that I think might have been... I'd go so far as to say this was the genesis event of all of this. Um, and this one sort of... I think might have started the whole idea that then got latched onto and sort of amplified later Mm -hmm. was this kid in 1979 his name was James Egbert the third oh the third yeah you're right yeah Yeah, so he was he was he was like one of those gifted but troubled kids he went to college really early um he went to Michigan State and this poor kid, man. he just sounds like he was a, like, unfortunately kind of a hot mess. But he played D&D with a group of people. It doesn't even say all that regular, really. Um, but he disappeared in the tunnels of the Michigan State University, like the maintenance tunnels. Right. But not, but he didn't actually disappear. He just kind of dropped off the radar at it kind of sounds like he didn't want to deal with his parents, maybe. Yeah. Um, for, like, a month? He was hiding, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the best But he dropped off it. the radar for, like, a month. His yeah. parents freaked out. Hire a special investigator. Um, this guy can't... I don't know if he found him, couldn't find him, but he found the D&D stuff, and so this guy jumps to the conclusion that this kid is... like... D&D has made this kid go insane. And I think it might have covered both versions of things. I think there was like the whole Satan element. Plus at one point this kid attempted to kill himself, which was unsuccessful. A year later, he he actually did kill himself. But I think within the space of that year, he didn't play at all. And... It's honestly because D&D had nothing to do with any of this. It's just a really troubled kid. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the the investigator puts out a book later that kind of maybe cops to blowing some of this out of proportion. But that book gets turned into a movie starring Tom Hanks. Yes. Which is based on an article about the book. The whole thing is like all... And then that sort of bursts this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you it think just it was kind Tom, of all exploded? From I haven't that. watched it yet, but do you think it's just? I mean, Tom Hanks' performances are always just so amazing. We keep, we keep, I keep threatening to watch it, and I haven't done it. It's and on I YouTube. said I was going to watch it before this. Yeah, it's called Mazes and Monsters. Uh, it's on YouTube. Is it his first movie? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. I gotta know. I feel like this might be his first movie. Yeah, but. You know, the guy, this this chick fella, 
he, he even, I mean, he's going. Oh, yeah, and just just to clear, like we're talking about kind of three different things at this point, right? The lady, the bad lady, the lady A D D, yeah, the bad lady. The chick guy, yeah. who's kind of spearheading the religious Satan side of things, and then the Genesis event, which is the James Egbert, mm-hmm. and the private investigator William Deere is his name, mm-hmm. who kind of inadvertently started a Salem witch trial. I think he really did like a more modern version I of think, that. Like honestly, it sounds like he just didn't know what was going on. Again, it's, it's just, just someone like grasping at straws. Yeah, someone trying to find something to blame, and I think that's kind of you know, where a lot of this comes from, and, and a lot of fear comes from. But this, this this chick guy even even says, you know how how influential Smurf the Smurfs were, and how bad the Smurfs were to children. Um, yeah, because in, I, in his later book, The Dungeon Master. This this is and the book the uh, invest the private investigator's book the dungeon master. He kind of backed off a little bit on the D and D link and really kind of said a lot of this probably had to do with the mother being like really domineering, which makes total sense. Yeah, why the kid would run off. Right. I mean, he was probably getting helicopter parented. <laughs> you know. Just beyond what he could deal with. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going back in time here on Tom Hanks's movie credits. God, he's been in a lot of movies. Holy cow. He's been in a ton. He's been in a ton. The, the first movie I remember watching him in, I think it was like Bachelor Party. Is that one? That one show up on there? I can't remember. Hold on, move, I'm moving forward. Wait. I went too far. But I, I believe that Maces and Monsters was a made-for-TV movie. I don't think it was an actual... I went too far. I'm now in the ass category. People weren't buying popcorn to go watch this. I think it just showed up on, on their network television. Did it? Was it never in theaters? I don't think so. I, I, I can't remember. I was trying to read about it and, and, and learn more about it and then I, I thought well I'll watch it and see what this is all about because I, that was all around the time frame that this was going on but you know to be honest like I, I, I try to remember back in my childhood since we were you and I both were growing up you know we we were born in like the 70s and then grew up in the 80s so a lot of this stuff was happening at the same time that we were growing up and it would have affected us as kids but Man, I don't remember, like, you, you grew up in a Southern Baptist church, and I think it, mm-hmm. and I did too, but I don't remember. Okay, here's here's Tom Hanks's. Actually, keep going. I want to hear what you're about well, to say. Well, I, I don't remember, like, anyone in my, like, any leaders of my church or anyone like that going, okay, whatever you do, don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Man, I never, you know, I never know what just didn't make it to my hometown because it was so small <laughs> like when I when it would have been relevant alright so 80 he was in Love Boat this, this is Tom Hanks yes Tom, okay this is Tom Hanks yeah, not you uh, he's he knows you're alone I don't know what that is uh, oh he was uh, in a show called He Knows You're Alone uh, no that's a movie oh okay 
Happy Days, Taxi, Bosom Buddies. Is that the show you're thinking of? Bosom Buddies was great. That's 80 to 82. Yeah. You know, main character. Had a Billy Joel uh, theme song. Remember that? Nope. Never watched it. I never watched Bosom Buddies. Really? No. Hell yeah. That's a show I watch all the time. Um, so. You can speak your mind, but not on my time. But I don't know what that means. Is that a, a quote? It's a Billy Joel quote from that song. That was the theme of Bosom Buddies. Okay, so I have a hard time liking Billy Joel because he treated his band members like shit. <laughs> I don't know how he treated his band members. But Terrible. I, I do dig that song. Terrible. William Joel. Hey, William Joel. Treat your band members right. Guess what came out after Bosom Buddies? Mazes and Monsters. Boom. 1982. Yeah. He played Robbie Wheeling. Oh, guess what the next movie he did was? What? Splash. <laughs> he goes Bachelor break. Party. Bachelor Party. That's the movie after that. That's yeah. what you're thinking of. Yeah. All right. Man, it really blew up for him after that. It could have not happened. That's one of those movies where it could have not happened. I feel happened. bad because like his son kind of followed the same... A similar path, but never, never got to, you know, Philadelphia or Forrest Gump level movies. Man, this movie is full of people that you recognize from back in the day, but Mace, don't know their names. Maces and Monsters is really yeah, yeah. Okay. You know the sort of like working actors that were just in everything. Yeah, I and mean, it's just full of full of people. Like it, it's full of Tobolaskis. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, does not have a good rating. <laughs> this movie. Did you think it would? Uh, I don't know what I thought. I thought it might like. Of course, it was gonna be bad. But I thought it might maybe have those so bad it's good kind of thing going for it. Maces you know? and monsters, ninety-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. Why haven't you watched this yet? I gotta watch it now. Damn it. I just need to watch it. You're gonna have to, I guess. I feel like I blew it. Did a bad job as for this podcast by not watching it. We we could do a podcast just about Mazes and Monsters if you want. No. I don't want <laughs> We don't that. know. We haven't watched it yet. That's true. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I probably don't want that. <laughs> It's unclear when the movie takes place. <laughs> I'm just reading, like, trivia. <laughs> well, I don't know, yeah. So, ultimately, what's, what's, our, what's our point of this podcast? It's just more that it's just, it was like a crazy time in D&D's history. You know, you had, kid, like, parents worried that their kids were, A, going to commit suicide if they played Dungeons & Dragons, or yeah. B... Getting this a satanic cult, which that one hung around for a little bit. Yeah, I think the satanic did. cult thing hung around for a while, and that one kind of segued over oh, that, into rock and roll for a little I bit. I feel like that carried playing all, records backwards. Yeah, like that carried all the way through to what maybe Marilyn Manson was like the last big pop iconic person that you know kids kids can't control themselves. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they just can't. I think what I think what okay. I think what I find most irritating about all this kind of stuff is that it just assumes kids are stupid. 
Right. Yeah, that's true. It's like that they have no control over themselves whatsoever. Now, they're kids, and they're kind of going to, you know, push boundaries and make mistakes and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of this stuff just assumes that they're just hopeless, helpless. Like, they're just, like, a blowing in the wind, yeah. kind of totally pointlessly. I don't know. I think it's just... I don't... I think it's that I don't like that this talks down to people in a weird sort of way. It's like, you can't help yourself. It's out of your control. If you do this, you're F. You're not intelligent enough to separate fantasy from reality. It's like, well, then don't even read Tolkien. Don't read Harry Potter. Don't read anything that... You can... I mean, that that being said, you cannot like D&D. Sure. Oh, or you cannot yeah. like any of that stuff. Yes. Yeah, right. But I'd much rather that than, like, don't... Don't play it because Satan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I, I don't know. I think it's fun to talk about. If we talk, we, I, I think we'll continue to talk about this. Yeah, this might pop up. Yeah. It's later. <laughs> so, it's, so I'm going to go off topic here a little bit, but still on topic because okay. it's about the podcast. All right. So, we're like, what episode is this? How uh, far in are we? Uh, 37. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I forget. Seven? It's probably like seven or eight. Seven or eight. So we've we've been recording these at this point within Joe and I's real life Matrix style. <laughs> um we haven't put these up yet. Right. Yeah, these are still we're just yeah. we're just But we have now officially we have a theme song mm-hmm. that my brother made that's awesome. Yeah. We've got a logo. Right. We've got... We're kind of ready to go. So there's a good chance next podcast we do, we've put some of these up, and we start getting feedback, and Joe and I's psyches crumble, <laughs> and we stop making the podcast. <laughs> no, we'll keep going. I take criticism well. I do, too. I don't really care. We'll be fine. But I think um, yeah, we're having hotel martinis. Yeah, we're we're still working just in in the in the our worlds where right now we're we're still working on opening a donut shop in Louisville, Kentucky. Just just Joe and his partner's donut shop. Yeah, you have two partners. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're drinking. What you want to describe what a hotel martini is? All right. So a little backstory. I worked on a movie in Africa for three months. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. At least where I was. Are you talking about just martini-wise? or No, just stuff-wise. Stuff-wise, okay. Yeah, you kind of discover like the real stuff you're worried about. Uh, Neosporin <laughs> this is once you type leave, thing comes once, up a lot. Once you leave the United States for the... Oh, you start to really find out what matters. Yeah. But like just having a nice drink, mm-hmm. like that's a that becomes really tough. Yeah. Like, the beer is awful, because it's been, if it's not local, the local beer is terrible because it's made of the local water, which tastes like garbage. And I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating, it does taste like liquid garbage. <laughs> it really tastes like garbage. Um, not that we've or had garbage. it's imported, and it's been, like, heated. Cooled. Heated. And kind of cooled. 
and like really heated in a truck and shaking around <laughs> and then like maybe cooled for five minutes in the fridge that works two hours a day and it's just gone so your best bets are, are like sort of room temperature liquors but we found this crazy store that had, you know, like all kinds. It's like the Walmart of this this city. Uh, and I was in Ghana. And they actually, for some crazy reason, had had Tito's Vodka, which is really good. This is a decent, good vodka. Yeah. They had that. And they had jalapeno... garlic olives okay. like not a separate thing like in one jar jalapeno garlic garlic olives which sounds delicious a tongue twister for me so my buddy and I every night once we found this for like the next two months we'd come back from shooting we'd go to our hotel rooms and like clean up and then we'd go to one of our rooms and we'd have a we we'd have one of these martinis and then we'd go like hang out with the rest of the crew for like an hour and go to sleep so we did this for for like months and it and i actually started to really like look forward to it was like a it became an actual period on the end of the day and i kind of like all right my day's done now i'm having my my like hotel martini <laughs> did you guys call, i mean did you call we it didn't, hotel? we didn't call them that i'm, okay. just, I'm gonna call it that now yeah. But so I was telling Joe about this. He's like, oh, we should do that. So we've done it once before, but Joe had the idea today. He's like, oh, we should just go do that. Because I tried to buy a single beer at Kroger at the grocery store, and <laughs> they wouldn't let work. me do it. Yeah. Because I just wanted, like, one. Not that the cashier didn't try. Like, she scanned it. She's like, oh, you can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> can't, you can't buy one beer. Yeah. I think I kind of threw her off in my... Well, it's like, all right. Yeah. You but, tried, she tried, it wasn't going to work in, in the Kroger. Yes, yeah, so then Joe's like, well, let's just do Hotel Martinis. <laughs> I think that might have birthed the name officially tonight. <laughs> Hotel Martinis. Yeah. But that's what they are. So we had to buy separate bottles of olives, but garlic the, and jalapeno, and then we like merge them together. Yeah. So you pour a little bit of, of, the, juice. The, of the juice in and some olives. In this case, we mixed the two juices. And then some vodka, and it's delicious. It is delicious. It's like a spicy, dirty martini. I love it. I love it. So that's what we're drinking. Hotel, hotel martinis. Hotel martinis tonight. <clears throat> Wait, yeah. We're just waiting on Satan to show up while we drink these. We really Still are. Still not here. Yeah, you know, what can you do? But I, I just saw, I, you know, I kind of found all that stuff silly. And I, I remember hearing about it, like, when I was a kid. Not, like, from someone close to me but just like in the media and stuff and, and thinking like what is what is the deal with these people I had vague I had vague memory but it was like super vague yeah just because this pre like for me this was wasn't pre-internet but it was definitely internet was noisy to uh, get on yeah kind of made a lot of racket and yeah. your time was limited <laughs> yeah before you had to get off yeah or your parents had to make a phone call but you know, you just like you you were basically beholden to the local news or national news or your local paper as gospel. And so, and so yeah, and so it was like sixty minutes with their like 
Seriously, watch the six that sixty minutes episode. I'm not gonna say they're trying to hundred percent be impartial, but they definitely came in with a a bit of a mindset. Like they had they had their theory. They did. And you can feel it. Yeah. And I feel bad for like watching that, I can I can feel I feel bad for Gary who created the game. Yeah, Gary they actually interviewed Gary Gygax yeah. in this. And you have to say, he he had a great. Well, they were, they were trying to you know say, you know, should, do have you you know you've seen all these things? Have you have you thought about putting a disclaimer on the rules of this game? And he's like, I'm sitting in a chair right now, and a chair could be used to harm someone. Does this chair need a label to say that? Warning, caution, this chair could cause bodily harm to someone if used in a violent way. And, you know, you, you feel bad for him because they're, they're really trying to bait him into saying something. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, you know. Uh, but that's they, like the perfect... And that, you know, he had his own issues. But that, like, in a nutshell, that's the perfect way to boil it down. It's that the game has nothing to do with anything. It's which, it's just the person that comes in. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, and, and the baggage they bring. Yeah, or their owner, whatever. Yeah, and maybe that's, you know, part of the, you know, the reason that people go towards that because the game is so much more open than a lot of other games. But I don't know. Anyways, I yeah. just I just looked over the TV and they were like. Hot dogs zooming across the the screen. I wasn't really sure what was going on there. I was got distracted for a second, but they were just looked over. On, we're watching Comedy Central. Uh, One of our many routines. Yeah, uh, Joe and I are like two old men. We really are. <laughs> yeah. Wednesdays are South Park and <laughs> MythBusters. <laughs> That's true, but I mean, what you know? We we are we're we're. Uh, Committed old. What's old What's weird is that I'm totally fine with that. I'm fine. I'm at one through. point in my life, I would have gotten in a time machine and gone into the future and shot me for saying that. <laughs> but now I don't care. I'm perfectly happy to have some routines. I kind of like it. I do too. I don't, it's although I'm terrible at it on the weekend. I think I, part I like of it screwed all up again. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is because we've we've been in a you know. Even though it's like an hour and a half away, we've been in a foreign city for three months for the majority of the week. We so, have to add it up sometime. How long? How long we've been here? Because we're here four days a week. Yeah, we've kind of gotten to know the city of Louisville, and it's three cool. three it's, days, it's three cool nights city. in a hotel. Yeah, it's a cool city. We should probably branch. It. We we keep going to the same restaurants over and over. We should probably branch out, but I, I kind of dig the ones we go to, so I don't I know. Guess it, well, it just comes down to like how far do you want to drive when you're really tired? Yeah. And you want to take a shower. Yeah. And then we go, you know, to gym. <laughs> Our routine is we get up, we get coffee, we usually go to some big box home improvement store. Even though we don't want to, we attempt every day to cover our shelves for a few days, it never works. It never works. Yeah, something something comes up, or or, or some, like the one of our contractors needs something finished, so we have to do it. Anyways, we get we get up, we go to a, we grab coffee at Heine Brothers Coffee here in Louisville, 
and another uh, great little we have coffee. This, yeah, I guess they're sort of chain-ish, yeah. but still at this point a local chain, small enough. Yeah, small. That, that it still feels we local. Kimmy, our uh, lady that waits yeah. on us every day, awesome, awesome gal. Yeah, she knows our order. Uh, we grab that. <laughs> that says something right there. Yeah, <laughs> we we go to a big box store. We go to the donut shop to work on it. We go to lunch. We work, come back work the rest of the, we usually go to Quill's Coffee for our afternoon coffee uh, work the rest of the day until like 6 or 7 work out go back to the room shower yeah we're, we're like recording this or what oh sh- damn it's almost midnight is it really yeah okay well it's probably time we should wrap this up <laughs> okay but well, it was fun talking about it yeah I, I well, I think we'll get probably get back to more of a straight up D and D based. Well, I guess D and D rules minutia based podcast. Uh, yeah. But ultimately, you know, we want this beginning stuff to be for beginners about people that are interested in playing this game but feel like it's complex, and we want to help help teach them. Yeah, but sometimes, like, I just had to talk about it. I just had to a we, little bit. Yeah, because yeah. I just find it. I'm glad you thought endlessly of it. entertaining. I'm glad you thought of this topic because it, it is fun to talk about and research a little bit because it, it gives some perspective. I think on yeah, just uh, please not, please look it up. <laughs> you won't believe some of the stuff. You could, like we couldn't even begin to cover all of it. Yeah, and and really, I think as humans, like looking back on that, ultimately my my tidbit would be, wow, we've come a long way. <laughs> but have we? I think, yeah, we have. There's a version of this that goes on. It seems like it, it happens everywhere. But for right now, I, it's video games. And, it is and computers. It is cell, but, phone, cell phones are going to destroy children. <laughs> but I think we've gotten better at recognizing. Hey, this 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 child needs some help, like mental help. That's true. You know, that's I, a really I think good we've, point. I think we've gotten better at that as a society, and uh, without with a, with a lot less stigma. Right. I think yeah. that was probably had a big maybe played a big a bigger role right in a lot of that is that there was a lot of stigma to just admitting that there was a problem like that. Yeah, and and recognizing that and then not only recognizing it but saying like okay, well here's how we help this person or help this child. So, um I'm proud of us for doing that. Um we still have a long way to go. But, uh, wow, that's just, that can be a completely different podcast, but. No, so um, I just say, play D&D, don't worry about Satan showing up, and have a good time. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's exactly, that sums up everything, right there. <laughs> that's all I got, Ben. Anything else from you? No, that's good. All right, well, good night, Ben. Good night, Joe. See you next time. <laughs>